You're still on your own for the push-ups. Next week, I'm back. All right. <laughs> You're going to owe me 30 by next week. Right. <laughs> We're doing 30 next week, Ted. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome hey, D-Tex Smith, Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? What up, Steve? Oh, just living. Sore. Tired. Yeah, you were California living, though. California dreaming. California dreaming, and now I'm California screaming. My body is sore. Is it really? Dude, going going on vacation, quote-unquote, a relaxing vacation with my wife is like going on vacation with your personal trainer. (laughs) It's activity after activity. It's all fun. Don't get me wrong. There's zero complaints. Like, we had the best time. I had one minor meltdown, but I'll explain that later. All right, all right. Uh, But, uh, yeah, man, lots of walking. Non-stop walking. Let's go on walks. And I love going on walks with my wife, but when you're in Beachville, like Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, you you just keep walking because it's amazing. The views are great. Yeah, it's a beach. You have people to look at. You have awesome, like, I love being the creeper that looks into people's homes that are on the, on the beachfront. I yeah. think that you, that you just have to accept that. And Laguna Beach, I told you. I mean, that place is beautiful. Laguna's pretty awesome. I got to say, though, of all the beaches, when we went to Laguna, Newport, Newport, I would also count like Monarch Bay, Monarch Beach. Beach. Yeah, that's all. That's all the same kind of little, a little bit different. Yeah. But um, and then uh, Huntington, Huntington. See, I never went to Huntington Beach. Oh, you're not missing out on much, dude. Really it sucks. That's Bro Beach, isn't it, dude? It's just it's the Vegas of beaches. All right. It's what I mean. If you're going just to get effed up, yeah, that's a fun beach to be at. Yeah. But when you're trying to do like fun couple stuff and not be completely overwhelmed by the mass number of people that are just walking around, not giving an f about anyone that's around them. It's yeah. just it's just a zoo. Yeah. So to put it in perspective, just to give you an idea of like what vacations vacations with Sid are like. So right. she loves going on walks. I have no complaints. We get there on Thursday night. So Friday, let's, Friday we go to the San Diego Zoo, and I'm going to pull up my phone. And you're we, staying legit. You're just staying at a place in Monarch Beach, well, Monarch Bay Resort. Okay. So cool. it's right like we have like a beach and everything, which is pretty rad. Yeah. It's funny to have a shuttle to get to the beach <laughs> from our hotel because there's a giant golf course. And then there's the beach. <laughs> so we took the shuttle, and I'm talking with the guy, like young dude. And I'm like, hey, man. So you know, we're going, I'm like, this is pretty sweet. It's electric. It's like, it looks like a, vi- a Volkswagen bus, yeah. but it's like new. All right. And it's just a shuttle, but it's cute. Like, it's kind of a cool vibe. I'm like, is this electric? He goes, yeah. And I go, how fast does this thing go? He goes, yeah, I can get around 40 miles per hour. And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, usually when I'm taking people, and there's a whole bus full of us, so I wasn't going to challenge him. But he's like, when I take people, it takes about eight minutes to go there and back from the hotel, drop people off at the beach, pick people up, and take them back to the hotel. He's like, if it's just me, I timed myself the other night, three minutes. Nice. I was like, dude, that's awesome. So yeah, I was having a bro down moment with this guy. He was pretty cool. So Thursday we get there. I'm not going to bore you with that stuff. To give you an idea. So on on um, the day, on Friday, we went to the San Diego Zoo. All right. Uh, we World did, famous. Yes. And um, hopefully we'll have some time to chat about that. We walked seven miles that day. Whew. So, you know, and I got everything else like it was just ridiculous amount of calories, all that stuff. But we walked for seven miles, however many steps that is thir- over 13,000 steps. Yeah. And zoos do that. Yeah. Especially giant big zoos. It's like when I was a kid, we went to the National Zoo all the time in D.C. Uh-huh. That thing is massive. You don't realize because nobody follows the map. 
You know what I mean? So like you go around, we're walking everywhere, and you're like, we haven't seen the polar bears. Yeah. Or whatever. We haven't seen the gorilla. They still got polar bears at San Diego? Y- I think, but we didn't see them. I think they, they used were to resting. have them in D.C., and then yeah. they got rid of them. So I they mean, were like, the summers are too hot for them. They have the polar bears own. All right. And I didn't see any polar bears, but I think they were just kind of chilling in the shade. Cause yeah, it was kind it's of, San Diego. Yeah. Uh, Friday. I mean, Saturday. Wait, I did Friday. Yeah. Saturday, uh, another seven miles. All right. Where are you at? That day, we were at Newport Beach. All right. Most of the day. All right. Uh now, Sunday's the day where things just went balls out. We get up and we're like, you know what? We need to go check out Monarch Beach. But we, So we, we decided to go on a walk to go to Starbucks. We're like, you know what? Let's just try and see if we can find it. So we walk across the street. We got to it. Then we saw this golf course. We're like, let's just keep walking. Next thing we know, we're like, I think this is the path to get back to the hotel. So instead of- Did you go like underneath a tunnel yes. in the golf course to get to the beach? Yes. That's the hotel that we stay at. It's right yeah. by that tunnel. So where I was, literally, we took was like there was like apartments on the other side of that golf yes. course. Yeah, that's where I was. No crap. <laughs> You're just describing that. I'm like, dude, I know that tunnel. I know that golf course. I know exactly where you were. Yeah, that's our golf course. Like ours. Our I own it. I yeah. gave him enough money. I, I think I can say I own it. Yeah, that's awesome. That day, by the morning, we already hit seven miles. Yeah, we did twelve miles that day of walking. Dang. And then even on the day where we went coming back home on the plane, because we got bored, we got there too early and our plane got getting delayed. Yeah. We just kept walking back and forth at the SNA airport. We did uh, three and a half miles. Wow. Of walking in the terminal, basically. (laughs) So needless to say, my shins are still on fire. My ankles hate me. I don't walk that much. Yeah. I mean, you're a walker. I'm trying to think. That just... Like if me and you went on a trip, we would get in some miles walking, but there would also be a lot of stopping. There'd be a lot of beer stops. Yeah, and, exactly. And like, you know, bar hopping. Let's do yeah. a shot. All right, let's just hang out here for a little bit. Let's order some wings. Because like when I was in London, the one day we walked like four and a half miles. Right. But like sparsed in there was like, we stopped at a castle to get like a pint and like we right. stopped at a stadium to go look at the soccer stuff. And you know, Sid doesn't drink. So it's really just maybe pop in and look at some cool little things in the shops. Yeah, you know, we popped in. We got like an acai bowl, which was amazing. All right, all highly right. recommend bonsai bowls. We went there twice. Nice. That place was so damn good. There was a couple difference, a chain, um, but it was so damn good, dude. But and the weather we, was good. Weather was not as good as here. I oh, mean, it wasn't. It wasn't as warm. We, but I say that, but it was still freaking hot because it's you're on the you know you got that sun beating down on yeah. you. So it was like mid seventies. All right, low to mid seventies the whole time, which well, I wasn't complaining. The day about. you left though. Like Wednesday night and Thursday were like legit chilly and rainy. Okay. And then Friday had gotten, and then Saturday and Sunday were just awesome. Yeah. But honestly, like at first we were like, man, if we came a week later, we'd get better weather. And we were kind of bumming about that. But once you start walking 12 miles, you like having a breeze. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. So Mid 70s was perfect. I'm trying to think maybe Disney World's the only vacation where I walk that much. Oh, yeah. Just Disney because the World. parks are so, they're so big. Dude, we, I remember we did a couple of days the last time, and that was like full on marathon by two days. Like you already hit like 20 something miles. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I think the, like the, the second to last day at Burning Man, I was like, I was like, we got to go back to walking because we rode the bike so much that like my quads were just on fire. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. For me, yeah. From, from walking, though, the shins and ankles were just done. But then I was like, whenever we hit the gym, I'm like, I ain't doing any cardio. It's all weights. No. There's not a chance. No chance. Why, why even waste that time? Yeah. Uh, why don't we do push-ups? Let's get everything going because uh, we, we both have a, a story about a burger nightmare. Burger nightmares. Today's episode is about burger nightmares. Yes. So we got to get the heart rates and the blood pumping and the brain functioning. And Ted, 
I guess I'm doing them alone, right? You are. One All more right. week. One more week. I can't lift anything over 20, and I still weigh over 20 pounds. Ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to get down there. You got to get down to 19 pounds. 19 pounds. That'd be, next week. That'd be a healthy looking Ted. <laughs> that'd be a scary. That'd be just your, your head. I, I, my bones alone have to weigh more than 25 pounds. Because what is a human head is like, what, like six pounds, seven pounds? Yeah, right? That's what I was like. There's no way I'm getting under 20, Steve. <laughs> you would be a literal stick figure. I think, right, can you imagine, like, I can't even imagine, a, like, a grown-up human weighing, like, 100 pounds. No. What's long neck guy weigh? Who the hell's long neck guy? You know, oh, lo- that, oh, that guy in the, the internet. Yeah. The guy on the internet. Yeah, with the giant fat guy, and they're always doing weird videos. <laughs> <laughs> they just met somebody. He's got to be over. All right, I'll look it up. Um, now I want to know. I, he- bet, I bet if I internet search it. Google search it. Somebody's already looked this up. Yeah, like the other day, uh, him and I forget, what's God. the giant fat dude that's always feeding him food's name? They do those crazy videos. They got to be from Florida. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. But anyhow, uh, I, I type in how much does long neck and it's like, how much does long neck weigh? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Daddy long neck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what his name is. His Daddy long neck. Dude, I, it's just so funny. Last week, Miles was like, look at this video. Look at these two dudes that met Gronk. And I was like, oh, they're internet famous. Oh, Don't yeah. sweat it. It says, oh, he's five foot three. All it's, right. I don't know if this is true. You can never really believe these things, but it says his net worth is $1 million. <laughs> that wouldn't shock me. I, they do a lot of videos. And you think he's making a mill? Just, I would think, with endorsements. Oh, it says, okay, personal. Daddy Longneck's height is five foot three inches. His net worth is estimated at a million U.S. dollars. He currently weighs around 60 pounds. Oh, no Damn. way. 60. Well, he looks like it. But you're right, dude. His Instagram account has north of 2.2 million followers. According, It's probably up by now. His YouTube channel has over 16,000 subscribers. His girlfriend partner is currently unknown. However, he has dated a lot of females in the past, and he apparently lost his virginity at age eight. Yeah, I'm just telling you, those he's, guys he's have been, been around a better for, life than us. Yeah, it's like backpack kid. Like if you're on the internet enough, especially on Twitter, you find out about these people. Daddy long neck. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get the push-ups in. Let's get a little techno music to get us going today. Yeah, get up, Steve. It is summertime. It, it. Why are we wearing shirts? Tank top season. Here we go. Get it, Steve. Here we go, Ted. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Come on, Steve. Five, five six, seven, eight, nine. Seven. One more. Make it count. Yeah. Ah. I like your Sounders underwear, too. Oh, that's right. Rave green. Rave green. Under Armour represent. <laughs> I still like the Sounders colors, but that one jersey the Seahawks wore. Oh. Remember, I think PJ still has one of those. That was just a nightmare. Now, the Color Rush one, I didn't mind. The Color Rush one was fine, but that one from, like, what, 2010? Before the New Jersey scheme. Yeah. It was awful. Awful. And they got wrecked in that game. I can't remember who they played, but they got wrecked. I think, like, the next day, they were like, we will never wear these again. And I don't blame them. Yeah. Those were awful. Yeah. How do you feel about the black and pink Sounders kits? Actually, I like it. See, me too. I think that's an awesome looking color but, scheme. But pink to me is better on black. Like, I think oh, yeah. black dudes look better in a pink shirt than white dudes do. I think it just yep. pops better. We could thank Kanye West for that. Wasn't he like kind of like the first to like start wearing pink? Honestly. And pastels. I mean, I don't want to be too inside, but I would start with uh, uh, Jim Jones. Okay. And like, uh, uh, what was that little collective? Him and, uh, oh, 
Oh, man. They had a... Uh, the bright pink posse? <laughs> yeah, I remember it was Jim Jones, and then I'm trying to think of the other guy. He had the whistle song. They, they were in New York City. They wore pink all the time. Like we, the, should, we should be called the Pink Posse. The Pink Posse? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody listening to this podcast, I know you're working out or something, it's going to drive you crazy. Who is uh, Jewel? Jewel? Jewel Santana. Oh, yeah. That little collective. Those dudes were rocking pink hard. Okay, this is going to make me sound like a little out of touch, but was Lupe Fiasco part of that crew? No, he's from Chicago. Okay. I just, I always, whenever I heard Jewel Santana, music wise, I always kind of lumped that. It was like kind of That's all, fair. alternative rap. Yeah, well, and <laughs> I'll turn a rap. I'll turn a rap. No, I you mean, it's a little different, but they were out in the same era. Yeah, 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 they skate on their skateboards listening to that hip hop. Yeah, Lupe does. Kick Those push, New right? York guys, yeah, they were a little more just driving around wearing big stuff, smoking bloods. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with that. I saw somebody on... Uh, Twitter or one of those places, you know, the, the, the Seattle NHL hockey team, of course, it doesn't matter what they put out on social media. It always breaks down into an argument over the team name and the color scheme. Yeah, of course. A lot of people are freaking out because right now on their website, they've got that kind of salmon red pink color as a color scheme with like a pastel kind of blue. All right. I don't know what to compare it to color scheme wise, like what what pro sports, I don't know if there is any, but some people are like losing their minds. And I saw somebody on Twitter actually say, if this is your color scheme, I am done with the team already. I'm one of those on-the-fence hockey kind of fans. I'm, I'm the person you want to win over. And if you have pink in your colors, I'm done. And I'm like, wow. And you're not. Right. There's plenty of hockey fans in this town. Jump off the fence, mate. Yeah, you know what? Look at the waiting have fun. list. Yeah, I like how you turned English on us. Right, obviously. Come on, mate. Yeah, like, get real. I'm the person you're looking for. No, no. they're not. They have a massive fan base already built in. And sports fans are the opposite of Comic-Con. At Comic-Con, no matter what it is, those nerds are going to love it. <laughs> and they're, nerds! And they're going to be like, this is the greatest trailer of all time. And sports fans, whatever the New Jersey, whatever it is, they hate it. Yo, yeah, I'm witnessing it right now with sports entertainment fans. Yeah. AEW just dropped their uh, promo Announcing that they're going to start October second Wednesday nights on TNT. All it's right, official. Like they're going to have their awesome. Weekly, they're going to have a weekly show to go up against. Them. First live show is in Washington D.C. at the arena. There, so oh, they're going nice. to be traveling. Very excited. As a wrestling fan, I am so pumped. I am always going to love the WWE. The WWE has been nothing but great to me. My my loyalty to them will last forever unless they like punch my wife in the face. All right. Like if Becky Lynch does that, then I, I'm sorry. We got to be done. But you know what I mean. Like I'm always going. But I can equally love something else just as much. Yeah. So I can also love AEW, but I'm watching people yelling at each other like it's gang wars. Like AEW's got nothing on WWE. This is the real brand. I'm like, what do you care? Why are you fighting over this? No, the only people that are worried about the competition should be AEW and WWE. As fans, we should welcome it. That means more wrestling. That means more opportunities for these wrestlers to provide for their families and live a good life and continue to wrestle and entertain us. And also just means the competition goes up. So the quality of programming is going to be awesome. Thank you, AEW, and thank you, WWE. Go head-to-head. Battle it out. We all win. Yeah, plus there's not a real giant argument. Like the new ones, like the Upstart League, right? Right. They're the so you're just coming over top being like, you'll never be WWE. Like, okay, fair. Right. They're the giant corporation that bought up and killed the other leagues off. Right. Nobody will be. Thank right. you. We're Disney. Right. WWE's Disney. AEW is like this new Upstart mom and pop comic book. Right. If you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. Right. Or you can like both. It right. is humanly possible to like both. Because here's a newsflash, no different than when people get mad at each other with sports teams. 
Newsflash, the players are all buddies. They pray together yeah. at the end of the games. Wrestling fans, I mean, wrestlers, they've all wrestled each other. They're retweeting each other. They're, they're, they're encouraging each other. They're having fun on social media with each other. Like, some of them will have, like, joking war of words on social media. And then the fans get pissed. And they're like, screw you, F you. And I'm like, geez, you guys are making all I would say Sounders stupid. Timbers on Sunday was the opposite. I thought all the fan interactions with the Timbers fans were fine. And then on the field, there was almost a fight at the end of the game. I was like, oh, man, it's kind of weird. Usually the fans are more intense. And I was, that was the one time I was like, I think it's more intense on the field, which is good. That's, That's where funny. it should be intense. The fans are all like, hey, Sounders, hey, Timbers, players, you're embarrassing us. You guys are taking it a little too serious. Like, no, no, this is what we do. We're the players. It's a sport, man. It's supposed to be fun. Chill out. Ted Talks, starring Tech Smith. Right? Just the end of that match, I was like, whoa. Uh, Do you need uh, some uh, motivational music? Sure. Yeah. But it's a motivational music. And this will lead us in. You know what? I had a TED Talk. You know what, Steve? Oh, he's ripping it up. Ripping it up. What the hell, man? I'm going to talk to people from the heart today. Sometimes you got to follow instincts, folks. Maybe your instinct tells you to do something. To follow your idea. Do it. Now, instinct sometimes will lead you a little astray, but generally trust that gut. It's telling you something. There's that battle between the instinct and the brain. Now, maybe the instinct was something simple, like it's time to eat a burger. You fought that instinct. At the end of the party, you know what you didn't have? A burger. Sure, somebody gave you half a burger out of pity. But you should have followed that instinct first. Stuck near to that grill, Ted, and got that damn burger. In my case, you should have went with the mac and cheese, Steve. You saw how it looked. You wanted to have it. No, but your wife says, is it a little hot for mac and cheese? Oh. And I said, you know what? You're probably right. Uh-huh. And I'll get the California burger. And then it comes. And it is an embarrassment to the state of California. Oh. And they call this burger a California burger. Was it even a burger? It was a disaster. What happened? So, <laughs> you know, let's take a break. All right, all right. we'll talk about we'll both of burger nightmares. We'll hit both of our burger nightmares. It's <laughs> so funny when the mega cast returns. Tech needs to roll another joint, and Steve needs to stretch. Actually, I have no idea what Steve needs to do, but I'm sure it's pointless. The mega cast will be back. Now break your face off! Introducing the most provocative and inviting breakfast cereal, Porn Flakes. They're perfect for breakfast in bed, where you'll get a mouthful in every bite. Sweet and crunchy flakes that stay hard even when wet. Warning, some servings are bigger than others. Porn Flakes. So good, you'll want to add your own milk. So fill your hole with a bowl. You'll find it impossible not to swallow. And just 69 calories per serving. Now with a nutty taste you'll really want to munch on. Porn Flakes. 
They're great. New from General Milfs. Wouldn't mid having them get lost in my thighs. If I had thighs. Sadly, I'm just a stupid robot voice. The mega cast is back. Get over it, Grace, already. Ten years. Right. We can't help that you're not human. <laughs> so, Ted, yeah, burger nightmares. All right. Do you want to hear mine or do you want to go first? Mine's simple. Look, I went to this engagement party on Lake Taps. Lake Taps is beautiful. Chaos out there on a sunny. Yes. I mean, it is. I, I don't know that I've ever been on a lake that crowded. It's like Lake Chelan from what I hear. Like, I've been yeah. to Lake Taps. I've never been to Lake Chelan, but all the pictures I see of Lake Chelan, I'm like, well, that pretty much reminds me of Lake Taps. Yeah, it was wild. But it's an engagement party. My buddy had uh, procured a ton of these awesome burgers. So during the day, uh, shout out to Go Brewing down in Auburn. So me and my buddy stopped and there. And Go, like, written out like New Orleans style. Yeah, what's it? G-E-A-U-X? There's an E in there, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. G-O-X? Yeah. G-O-X Burgers. Right. It's like, I used to, as a kid, it was like, Go Axe Tigers? Oh, Go Tigers. For, like, LSU. And you're like, why are you making it so hard? G-O is a lot easier to spell. Yeah, and Jeremy that runs it is like a friend of a friend, real nice dude. So we go in there, get a couple beers on our way to Lake Taps, and they have awesome French fries. They have awesome food. I'm going to order more, but I don't, so I'm going to get this burger. Right. So then we get to the party, start having a few pops, playing cornhole, go over to the grill. The guy's like, 10 more minutes, burgers will be up. I'm like, cool. Go around the corner, talk to some people, come back, first order of burgers is gone. Just swooped. Right. So yep. then people are like, hey, don't worry, there's a bunch of them, we're grilling. So this happens basically three times, and every time people are like, no, 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 there's a bunch of them over here. I never got one. Oh. So it's kind of self-inflicted, too. I should have stayed put, followed Patience. my gut. Right. But it was like- Is that I'm, the original TED Talk? Yeah. <laughs> right. But there was this, like, the house was like a compound, so I kept like- Walking off, talking. To, I should have just. You're a social butterfly. Right. I should have stayed near the food. Right. <laughs> you need a friend like me who doesn't want to talk to people, gets introverted, and just hangs up by the grill and, and then just pockets you a burger as well. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Rick for giving me half a burger. Oh, that was nice of him. Yeah. He probably had two, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. He had one of yours. <laughs> Dude, I've had that happen at church. We do potluck. And there's one thing that my wife, she laughs. She's like, if there's ever the equivalent of food crack, it's at potluck. I can't remember which woman makes it, but someone from the church makes it and brings it, and it's just a plate of vegan meatballs, All right. right? So they're or, or, or vegetarian meatballs. They're not you know they're fake meatballs, but they're just slathered in the most delicious sweet barbecue type sauce. So oh like yeah, these little mini meatballs, and it's like the tangy barbecue. It's the same sauce they use on the meatloaf as well. Yeah. And the meatloaf's really good, don't get me wrong, but there's just something about these meatballs, probably because they're just more fun to pop in your mouth. Yeah, man. Yeah. and you, So whenever she's there, like I know we're staying for potluck, I get excited. I'm like, oh, you know, let's say Allison's there. She's, I mean, the right. meatballs, because she did every time, fail, never fails. She right, always, why should she? That's her, she, and, and it always goes, dude. It always, after, by the time everybody's through, the meatballs are gone. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're gone before even the full line is through. So... <laughs> The minute church is done, I'm like first in line for meatballs. You like, got to. Right. So, and I'm like almost to the verge. Like my wife's like, you got to wait till everybody, we do pray. You got to wait until the, the prayer happens. You can't just go and start plating your food. I'm like, fine. One, the last time Sid's talking to somebody and I'm like, go downstairs. And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, and she can tell I'm getting pissed. We get down there, we're maybe towards the back of the line. Two meatballs were left. Mm-hmm. Granted, I got some. But two's not enough. They're no. tiny. Mm-hmm. Two bites. Yep. I just went through this. Yeah. So I get it. I feel your pain. 
But that she always laughs. She's like, all right, fine. And she's tried making them. It's just something about how, and they're good. But this one woman just makes the best meatballs, man. I got a sauce you should try. Okay. I'm not going to give it out here. No. Yeah. It's a family recipe. Yeah, but it's I think mega it's a mega cast recipe. I think it's going to be that that sauce you're looking for. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> These aren't the sauces that I'm looking for. All right, so California burgers. So you want mac okay. and cheese. Right. Where are you at? Set the okay. stage. Okay, so. Are we at the beach? All right, you know what? I'll give the full lead up to this. Because All this right. is how the day was. So this is now day three of our walking adventure. So we've done San Diego Zoo. Awesome. All right. Next day, Newport Beach, incredible. All right. Great. Like, I would live on Newport Beach. Newport Beach was my favorite of all the beaches. Yeah. I, I like the vibe. Everything was great. There was one crazy drunk woman. That was amazing. I almost forgot this story. I got to share it before I forget it again. Like, three or four people are in those rental bikes, right? I don't know how people do that, though. The scooters or the bikes? The bikes. All right. Because there's just so many people walking that strip, you know, yeah. like on the, the concrete boardwalk type yeah. of a vibe. I don't know how people navigate on those bikes. It's just impossible to weave around people. It's it's really not... I, I don't think you're really getting much out of it. But some people like to get on those bikes, put their cell phone on, and blast their music so they could show that they're listening to reggae or something sublime or some kind of summer they, type music. Right, because like on the East Coast, I don't know how like where the beaches you went to, but in like Ocean City, there's a dedicated lane for like the trolleys to go up and down. Okay. Like in the middle of it. So a lot of the bikers will kind of follow behind them. No, for the most part, there's like two lanes, but it's meant right. for... One going one way, one going the other way. And then, you know, rule of thumb, keep right. That yeah. way, if so, a bike comes, they could be on your left-hand side. Yeah. But still, a lot of people. It's a lot of people. So now picture these three middle-aged women. All right. Drunk on bicycles. Nice. And I'm watching, and I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> and this one woman, she's having a blast. So she gets near one of her friends. And so it's grabbing her, and the one woman I don't remember, and now I remember her name because her name was Rhonda. And she's like, "Rhonda, let go of me! Rhonda, stop touching me!" She's starting to get pissed. Rhonda thinks that's an invitation to get even more aggressive with how she grabs her friend. She's laughing. Now the woman yelling Rhonda's name tips over. I was gonna say this is the problem. That woman's gonna fall, Rhonda. That's why that you probably could hear the vo- the the fear in her voice of like, "Rhonda, Rhonda, stop." <laughs> Over and now just yells, "What the f, Rhonda?" And we're all like, "Whoa!" Like middle age, like like our age, like forties or like you know, 50s? I say I say probably fifties. Yeah, all right. older than us. Although I assume people that are younger than us are older than us because we're just immature idiots. Yeah, but definitely older than us. She's screaming now. What the f? I told you to stop touching me. And and Rhonda's just like, "Hey." Chill so, out. Right. So Rhonda's like slowly riding and looking at her. So she gets back on the bike. Mind you, she's wearing a shirt that says Sundays are for drinking. <laughs> and it's Sunday. No, I believe it's oh. Saturday. Wait. So no, yeah, Friday was day. yeah. Friday was the zoo. Saturday was Newport Beach. All right. All right. So it's not even Sunday time. Right. She's already she's looking forward to drinking on Sunday. <laughs> she's pre-gaming for Sunday. Nice. <laughs> now I'm like, babe, hold on. Slow down for a second. Because, you know, Sid's just like, whatever. I want to see how this. You want to see how this is going to end. So, let's just say Alice. I don't know what her name was. Just starts biking it back to towards Rondo's, kind of going slow, and she just whoosh throws her down, and she goes, "I told you, Rhonda, don't with me." And oh, just wow! Off and then just rides off, and we're all like, "Holy crap!" And this guy, he's walking by, and he just goes. Well, what'd you expect when a woman's wearing a shirt like that? And I'm like, okay. 
Damn. So for the rest of the day, anytime anything weird's happening, I'm like, you know, it's just a problem with Rondas out there, man. Rondas are always looking for trouble. But what this- time of day is this? Oh, we're talking maybe one in the afternoon, Ted. I was going to say, because it's like, I'd have to imagine Newport Beach is boardwalk. There's a lot of people drinking, but... This crew stood out. Yes. And they had the bikes with the coconut, the fake coconuts that hold the drinks. Everything about it was great. It was so awesome. Rhonda was my hero. Stop touching me, Rhonda. Rhonda got work, though, at the end of it all. Oh, Oh, dude. I mean, it was violent. I can imagine being pissed, but to go back and knock over another drunk person off their bike, like. (laughs) Well, one did it out of stupidity and drunkenness. That's what I'm saying. Rhonda did it because she was drunk and stupid. The other friend made a point. That was premeditated. Dang. Yeah, she's like, I'm taking her out because Sundays are meant for drinking. Did you have any instinct to follow up? Yes, I would love. To, if it was you and me, I'd be like, Ted, let's just go this way. Yeah, let's just see Turn how around. this ends. Let's see what happens. Like, I, I figure, like, it, I either, might even rent a bike and just tra- and just stalk them, right? Or even see if they want to go drinking. I was gonna say, dude, st- like, stay behind them a comfortable distance, and then when they go to a bar, just send shots their way, and just watch it <laughs> fall apart. And just watch Rhonda implode. Ah. <sighs> so yeah, so that was uh, that. Uh, but the wor- okay, so now. So it's Sunday. We decide let's go to Laguna Beach, and then we'd make, if we're feeling it afterwards, we'll go to Huntington. All right. Um, we go to Laguna Beach, and I was like, you know what? I'm wearing my Seahawks blue tank top. My ma- my hat doesn't really match it. I know this is stupid, but this right. is how the way I think. I'm like, you know what? I really want to get a fun hat commemorating this time, like a trucker cap, the ones that it's like whatever surf shop yeah. colors of the Seahawks, whatever it may be. Right? Did you see what I was talking about with the Hobie shops? Uh, no. All right, all right. I can't remember. Refresh my memory. I was just saying it's like a brand down there for surf stuff and yes. everything. Yes. Right. Okay, yes. So I'm like, okay, we're at Laguna. We're going to get a bonsai bowl again for for lunch, and then we're going to go walk around the beach. But I'm like, you know, before we hit the beach, I want to find a hat. Well, he's like, fine, because I left my hat in the car. All right. But I also didn't go hardcore on the, the sunscreen on my head because I knew enough to cover the head, but not hardcore enough because I figured I have a hat to protect myself. Every shop we go into... Either there's not a hat or my wife gets in my head because she's like, I don't know, you're going to wear that hat? I'm like, well, I'm going to wear it today. And that's all I really care about. It's a $20 investment into having a hat for today. It's just, I don't care if I never wear it again. It's a commemorative hat for this time. But then it gets in my head like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I don't need to get. So we keep going around. That's like 40 minutes in and we still haven't found a freaking hat. And I'm going to all the shops, the Billabong shop, the Quicksilver shop, the, the local shops. Nothing seems to fit right look right and now i'm getting angry yeah for the dumbest reason and my wife's like what's wrong i'm like i'm pissed off and she's like why and i'm like because i can't find a hat and i have a headache and she's like oh so now she's getting annoyed with me because i'm annoyed but i'm like i'm not mad at you so but you probably have a headache because you're not wearing a hat exactly and she doesn't understand it. she's like well how about we go over here i'm like i need a hat before we go over there because i'm sick of the damn sun beating on my head yeah. you don't understand this miss perfect hair <laughs> so needless to say now she's walking a few feet in front of me doesn't want to have anything to do with me because i'm steaming and i'm mad and in the back of my head the entire time I'm like i know that i'm a moron i know that this is the dumbest reason because i could easily just walk four blocks back to the car and get my hat problem solved. But I don't want to because it doesn't match my Seahawks tank top. All right. And so eventually we just give up. Like, let's just go back to the hotel. Let's refresh. You know what I mean? Like Laguna beach is not our friend. We saw your place. I go F Ted. I'm not going there. It's super pricey. You talk about the fancy hotel? No, the uh, Hennessy's place. Oh, down at Monarch Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or wherever it was. Yeah, yeah we just said, ah, screw it. I'm not yeah, and there. she doesn't drink. Yeah. That so, was just like, if you get a second, pop in there and get a beer. We go back to the hotel. We change, freshen up, and actually that did help. Like, took some ibuprofen, 
apologize. I'm like, look, I, I hope you know I'm not mad at you. And she's like, I'm not mad at you. We're just both grumpy. Like it was just yeah, a, it's it was, vacation. It was just Laguna Beach wasn't it for us. Let's go to Laguna. Go to, that's what I said. Laguna is beautiful, but it's literally like pop in, see it, and get out of there. There's nothing to it. It's super yeah. small. Right, exactly. Yeah. We went to that fancy hotel, went upstairs, had two drinks and an appetizer, dropped $110 and left. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, so, it's insanity. So then we go to Huntington later on after that. I'm like, screw it. Let's just go. We figure out a cool place to go eat, but then we realize it's like in a mall. And we're like, right. oh, I kind of want to, both of us were like, let's, we want to kind of be on the strip. Yeah, that is weird about Orange County, though. Yeah. Like, like some of the restaurants and stuff are just in strip malls. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Looking back on it, we should have went to that place because it probably still had a view. We were just in our heads about who wants to eat in a food court. Yeah, at, I, you know? Dude, I'm with you. It, yeah. just, it shocked me when I was down there, too, because it's like beach, beach, beach. And then it's like, hey, you want a good restaurant? We're going to go to the strip mall. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the best reviewed restaurants were in that strip mall. Yeah. So now we're walking around, and it's just a zoo down there. It's yeah. so many people, and they're prepping for the big surfing competition that's this weekend, the van right. surfing competition. Of course, the minute we get there, there are about 15 vans pop-up shops and about 10 awesome freaking-looking hats. <laughs> and I already told her, I am not buying a hat. At a at, principal. At a spite. Yeah. Or a principal. Yeah. By the way, good, much better word. Yeah. Same difference. Yeah. Spite and principal. There's a fine line between spite and principal. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm like, oh, that hat's cool. That hat, just, just get it. I'm like, no, I already have my hat on. I don't want to walk around with another hat. Like, it's just kind of silly. Yeah. So I gave up on that. So I'm like, let's go eat. We find one place. It's so hard to find places because everything is packed. Yeah, I bet. We go to one place. They're like, oh, yeah, you could sit. You know, it's packed in there, but we could sit right away. And it's like upstairs. It's called like the Huntington Beach Brewing Company or something like that. All right. Yeah. So we get there. The, the wait is forever before the we get our order taken. But I'm like, uh, it's not the waitress's fault. She's trying to. No, it's just it's that day. Right. And in fact, afterwards, at the end of the day, like the waitress actually told us, I just want to thank you, too. Like, why? She's like, you're the only two people that have been nice to me this entire time. Oh, good. And I'm like, really? She's like, everybody has yelled at me. I'm like, everybody? Oh. And I don't know if she was just saying that to increase the tip, because it definitely worked. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was already planning on tipping her well, like no different than I usually tip. But I was like, that sucks. She's like, yeah, people don't realize there's like a billion people here, and I'm trying to serve everybody, but I can't serve everybody at the same time. And I watched some people getting like visibly frustrated with like, ugh, you know, like trying to get their check paid and it's like yeah. she's the whole time she's smiling she's been nice like i'm not gonna get mad at her because it's slow well anyway so yeah and also just real quick sometimes people too be smart if you're in a bar or something like that where it's that crowded like just order beers or some kind of liquor and soda right and then don't you know make it I mean? difficult somebody have some cash on you don't be like can we split it up three ways Right, right. This, these are things that add time, but everybody in a restaurant thinks You're they're right. special. You're absolutely right, dude. Yeah. You know, maybe even order just like, you know, a classic California burger because you figure that's going to be easy to get. All right. So we're going through the menu and I see the mac and cheese. I'm like, the mac and cheese sounds like good. And she's so like, the sun's beating on us. And she's right. Like, it's hot out. And yeah. we're, we're, we're expo- the sun is right on us. And she's like, eh, isn't that a little hot? And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Then I realized her motive was of not the purest, Ted. Mm-hmm. She wanted the French fries. But oh, she doesn't want shocker. She doesn't want to get her own order of French fries. She's going to get the side salad, but she wants to have like four or five of my French fries. That's how it always goes. It is, dude. It really is. Yeah. Like if I order, sometimes I order a side salad and I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. But if a girl, this is generalization, but if a woman says, I just want a side salad, she's lying. She wants some of your fries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she expects you to get fries. And with the mac and cheese, no fries. No fries. So I get the California burger because I'm like, oh, I'm in California. A little she, avocado. Right. A little uh, crumbled blue cheese. All right. All right. Some bacon. Some whatever, right? Order it. I don't even, like, similar to what you were saying. 
I see there's a couple things I don't want on there, like onions and tomatoes, yeah. whatever. I'm like, you know what? I can take it off when it gets. Yeah, no why, why make it difficult for her? Just keep it simple. And we ordered edamame as an appetizer. So we're waiting and waiting and waiting forever. Finally, the edamame comes, and my wife even says, she's like, I bet you anything in about two seconds, our meals are going to come as well. Yeah. And sure as this, out comes her meal, out comes my meal. I'm like, All right. Or whatever. So I look at the burger, I'm about to eat it, and I look at the onion, and this was the first like foreshadowing that this is going to be the worst burger I've ever had, oh. the burger nightmare. You know like, how you cut up an onion? Yeah. And you just cut, like, and it... They just took that entire slab that they cut and just put it right on the burger. Oh, it wasn't rings, right? It was the whole slab of the cut onion. Right. So the inside, the core of yeah. it. It's like, dude, really? So as I'm removing that, I also noticed that the avocado is firmer than the wood table that it's being served upon. Oh, there's nothing worse. Right. I'd rather them say, hey, hate to break this to you. Avocados are not yet ready. I would have been like, you know what? That's fine. Don't put avocados on it. Yeah. So anyway, so I get the onion off. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to take a bite. I'm, I have two bites already in, right? Two, maybe three bites. And I'm like, that's fine. She's like, how's the burger? I'm like, it's fine. And then, and then Sid goes, I'm surprised you're even eating it. I'm like, what does that mean? And she points at it, and it's pink. It's so, it's like, not rare, but it's like medium. Yeah, that's medium. the new thing. Oh, man, I'm old school, man. If it's ground beef... I'm with cook you. I don't the know why, thing. Right, I'm with you. I don't know how that started. Like it's ground beef. Cook it. Are you trying to be like a gourmet chef by trying to have like this nice, a little bit of pink inside? Because I don't want any pink in my burger. I want pink in my steak. You know, I was part of the pink patrol or the pink posse. Yeah, but no, I'm serious. I don't know when that started. For I mean, right, that was like 10 years ago. All of a sudden, that was like a thing. And I'm like, but it's ground beef. It it's should nasty. just be cooked. Right. Yeah. So I, that instantly turned me off. I'm like, I'm done eating this. And like, you know, because she knows, like, one time I've had a burger like that and I just felt nauseous afterwards. So I'm yeah. like, done. And so I get sent back. I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with the headache. I'll just eat the fries, the edamame. I was like, you know what, though? We're stepping it up for ice cream afterwards. We're getting some, we're getting a good ass treat. Yeah. And she's like, all right, that's fair. So, you know, do all that, leave. And that's where that picture on Twitter that you saw at I'm Steve Miggs. So there's an ice cream shop right next to that place. So it's like we had easily the worst meal for both of us. We both, like every other meal we ate in California was incredible. Yeah. But that was the worst. But then we go to this ice cream place called Ice Cream Ton. All right. And they serve soft serve. And they even had some vegan options for Sid. But you could get like the, the ultra combo or whatever. And it's vanilla or whatever soft serve you want. I went vanilla. I so. would too. Thank you. Yeah. It's the best. A cup full of it and a fresh made churro. Like you have yeah. to wait. They make your ice cream, put it in the freezer with the other scoop ice cream to let it sit while they freshly make you a churro. Put it in the fryer, pull it out, shape it like it's a heart before they put it in the fryer, and then just dip it right in your freaking ice cream set. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Did you eat like churro and then scoop of ice cream, or did you dip the churro in the ice cream? Um, well, at first, what I would do is I'd, I'd spoon the ice cream, and then every once in a while, take a bite of the churro to kind of right. mix together. But then I started realizing, pro tip, future time, if I ever do this again, get the freaking churro out of the ice cream as soon as possible. Because that hot churro is melting all the ice cream, my soft ice cream. So yeah. I had I had a lot of soft ice cream still, but I also had like this little river of cream. Yeah, and I was like, ah man. Retrospect, I would have pulled it out. That's a problem for a lot of people, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so even though we had the worst burger, a burger nightmare, Ted, in California. Honestly, I think a restaurant should be shut down if you can't make a good California burger in California. Yeah, I mean burgers are. I don't know. Burgers seem so simple, 
Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like burgers are like pizza. It's rare that you get like a bad one. Yeah. But it's also rare that I'm like, this is the best burger I've had. True. Very true. My, my Still my favorite burger of all time was over at Two Bells. Rest in peace, Two Bells. Yeah. Two yeah. Bells was oh. great. Uh, the Pump House in Bellevue. That sounds real, like where the, the the pink party would hang out. Yeah. Or the, the pink party. I'm telling you, the Pump House in Bellevue has a great burger. Really? I never yeah. even heard of this place. It's an old school bar and restaurant. In Bellevue? In Bellevue. Is it in old Bellevue? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's surrounded by like a Porsche dealership and all this stuff now, but the owners have never sold. Like, I don't them. know if they're going to, but it is it is a great spot, man. Damn. Yeah, the Pump House. One place I highly recommend it if you stay anywhere near Dana Point. Um, it's called Trevor on the Tracks. All right. It's a restaurant, and it's like in a strip of other cool restaurants. There's a Mexican place that was called Bueno Bueno. It was the best carne asada I've ever had. Nice. So damn good. But Trevor on the Tracks... I luckily caught myself. I was like, this is the best salmon I've ever had at a restaurant. Because my wife makes great salmon, even though she's vegan, she prepares it really well. Like, I yeah. love the salmon that we have at home. But this was, it was like a miso honey glaze. Ooh. Oh, my God. And then they give you edamame that's like like roasted edamame, so it's got burn marks on it, and it's delicious. I could go for a piece of salmon right now. Bro, it was the best salmon, salmon. I've had. I, I highly recommend if you're ever in that Dana Point area, just go to Trevor on the Tracks. And my wife had a vegan lasagna, and I had a couple bites of it, and it was amazing. Dang. Yeah. Did you, all right. So and we were going to go there that night, and we said, no, let's go somewhere different. I'm like, this is, our last, this is our last dinner. Why don't we go back to the place that we started? And Sid was right. Like, we should try something elsewhere. We only have a couple days. Let's, you know, we've been really lucky. And, of course, the one place we pick after that is the worst meal of all time. Yeah. That's where I just differ. Like, I, I'm with you. I would have gone back to the same place. I told her, I could, we could eat there every day if I, if I lived here. I'd be happy. Granted, yeah. I couldn't afford it every day. So, I know you don't, like, your wife doesn't care, but were you enticed at all by the different fast food? Like, when I was down there, I stopped mm-hmm. at a Del Taco. There's nothing special about Del Taco, yeah. but it's just different. So, I was like, we got to stop. Well, I would if I was with, like, you. Like, I, I wanted so bad to go to uh, uh, In-N-Out. Oh, yeah. And I, I mentioned it to Sid, and she's like, eh. And I'm like, yeah, it's not really, an, it's not really a, a, a easy sell to a vegan. And there's one right by that airport by Pepperdine. I know. Sorry. <laughs> also, dude, we went to there was a, a Carl's Jr. And oh they yeah, had, uh, they had uh, the Beyond Meat Burger. They had the vegan. Oh, did they? Option. We didn't nice. get it, but it oh. was there. Yeah. Yeah. Just fries. Yeah. Just some fries. Hey, I gotta say though that that place that we went to with the bad burger, delicious sweet potato fries. Ooh. They didn't Ooh. do that wrong. Yeah. But then again, it's not really. Difficult to get that right. <laughs> yeah, right. They're sweet potato fries. Oh, man. I'm trying to think if there's any other thing that happened. Well, those were the main things, man. A lot of walking. We saw a cute monkey at the zoo. Speaking of monkeys, you ever heard of monkey shoulder whiskey? No. Either have I. But uh, S- Sunday for the Timber Sounders, right? Like the uh, fuel, mm-hmm. the bar down Pioneer Square, yeah. they'll block off like their parking lot with fences to have a beer garden for these Cascadia matches. So I went down there to meet my buddy John, and this monkey uh, shoulder whiskey, they have a cement truck that they bought and then repainted, and the giant cement mixer in the middle looks like a shaker. No. Yeah. And then like where the cement would come down, there's like a little hose and a tap, and it just pours uh, Moscow mules. What? Yes. Wait, it's called monkey shoulder? Yeah, just put in monkey shoulder truck. It is, and look, I know it's gimmicky and stuff, but I stood next to that truck for like an hour. I'm, Dude, just I'm like, a sucker for that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I was like, this is so cool. Holy crap. Do you see what I'm amazing. saying? Amazing. Yeah. Especially because it's a, a yellow truck. So it still looks like a truck that you would see at a construction site. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's a cement truck, right? Yeah. And then it's a giant, was this one silver? Yeah, the, that's the, mixer? the one. Yeah, okay, the, yeah, yeah. So, right, it looks like a giant shaker you would see in a bar, like the silver ones they use. And it's just right. It's just, and now, look, I don't think that thing is full of the booze. I think they have little kegs in there. But sure. we were convincing everybody, like, that thing's full of booze. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. would be like Strange Brew, just dive in it. Well, because I walked over there and it's like, all right, I got to ask, like, is, it, is there actual booze in there? And the girl just went to the tap and, like, poured me a little bit and was like, tastes like booze to you? And I was like, all right. But then later when it got crowded, I saw the guy, like, shuffling in little kegs of stuff. Yeah. So my buddy John was like, there's no way. It's not even insulated. We were like, F you, John. It's things full of booze. It says, play with your whiskey. Did it say that on the truck? I mean, I think if there's only one of them, dude, it's got to no, be. No, I just wonder oh. if maybe they change it up from time to time. I'm looking at a picture from 2018. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it, I think a truck like that you buy and kind of redo once. Well, dude, apparently this truck travels across America. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, this isn't just a local thing. Oh, I thought it was just a local thing. No, it says uh, Monkey Shoulder, a Scotch whiskey brand that prides itself on being a mixing whiskey, has a stunt to look out for this week. A giant cocktail shaker that will be touring the U.S. Oh, nice. The Monkey Misker, or or the Monkey Mixer, a truck with a 24,000-gallon cocktail shaker, complete with mixed-up monkey cocktail, will kick off its journey in, in Phoenix, blah, 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 going across the country to different cities. Yeah, dude. It can hold the equivalent of 100 and 123,000 bottles of monkey shoulder, according to their press release. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if they fill it up every day, but it was pretty cool. And like, I get gimmicks, but it worked. Hey, dude, they, they said they're, 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 the stunt aims to challenge perceptions about scotch whiskey and redefine expectations for cocktails. And, and trust me, it worked. Like when we got there in the beer garden, there wasn't many people in there. And then we started hanging out there also because the truck had some shade. And uh, oh, like was it, it insulting you? <laughs> That's not bad. A little out of touch with his uh, comedy. But an hour before the match started, I mean, the line for that monkey stuff was unreal. I want to try this monkey shoulder. Yeah, it looks. The bottle's cool looking. It looks like it's got like a like a little monkey like print like footprint on the shoulder. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I did I, They had bottles there. I was just amazed with the giant. I'm truck. a sucker for any kind of cool marketing. Yeah, right on. Yeah, right, it worked for me. Yeah, I would have worked, dude. I'd be hanging out there too if I was you. Yeah. Well, clearly you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want to get sunburned. Um, I think that's anything right. else going on in your world. Uh, no. I got it. We're podcasting tonight, mm-hmm. and then uh, trying to think. Saturday, I'll be up in Everett at Crucible Brewing for a Punish MS event. Okay. So if anybody wants to come out to that. Night, what I time? It, I think it's like four to nine. Dang. Yeah. Crucible Brewing in Everett? In Everett, yeah. Nice. Because I think they have two locations, but the one in Everett, the Foundry. Okay. So that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, nothing big. And then we got pain coming up in two weeks. Two weeks, dude. It's like a, it's next week. Well, it's a week, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a week from yesterday starts the first one. Yeah. Yeah, because this weekend I'm at Defy two nights. Nice. Doing uh, at Washington Hall, so it's going to be a lot of fun. It's you guys are doing Friday and Saturday? Friday and Saturday. It's a big tournament. Uh, the 8XGP. Uh, we'll, either Artie Spencer will leave still as champion or we'll have a new champ. All right. By the time that weekend is over. Also, some really cool people are going to be there, like LA Park, Tamatanga, one of the original Bullet Club dudes from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's going to be there. Joey Janela, who's part of uh, All Elite Wrestling now. He's going to be there. Uh, lots of great locals like Mike Santiago and, and uh, Order up. Yeah, dude. Uh, 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 Ethan HD, the, the crew, the whole crew, we're all going to be there hanging out, hanging out with Matt Farmer and Jim Perry. You know, it's going to yeah. be a good time. Um, so that's Friday and Saturday, and I think Sunday I'm going to get to wrestle in Vancouver. Washington or BC? Canada. Uh-oh. It's part of a student show for um, uh, Elite 
Canadian Championship Wrestling, which is ECCW, which is actually a destination I want to work at at some point, like be a part of their shows at, in any shape or form. So this is a really cool opportunity to get to be seen in front of you know. So it's like a, it's an ECCW show for most of their students, and I got invited to be able to be a part of that. So that's right. really cool. Uh, they're good people over there. So I'm excited to have an opportunity. It's in the middle of the day. I have no idea where it's happening, and I don't know if it's going to be something that people could come see. I just know I'm going to be there. What are you going up? Sunday morning? Sunday morning at 6 a.m. You're going to drive up there, or are you taking the train? Uh, my buddy's driving. All right. A couple of us, are, a few of us, like there's like three of us or two or three of us that are going up to uh, wrestle. So we're, we're, we're caravanning. All right. And I'm not driving. All right, good. Yeah. Oh, no, dude, I'm going to be too tired. I feel bad. I'm probably going to fall asleep in the back. Hopefully there's three of us so the other guy could do Stay the talking. Stay talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, pain in the grass. Uh, are you going Tuesday? I am not. No? No. Are uh, you going? Yeah, I'll see oh, you Oh, nice. I-, I won't see you there. You won't see me there, but Steve will be there. I'll be there for a little bit. I'm not going to be able to stay all night because we got to get up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, then Friday and Saturday, and you and I are going to get crazy on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Be on the lookout for us for handing out mega hugs. We're looking for you, Stevie. <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. All right. I think that's it then. Follow yeah, us on Twitter at the Megacast, and yeah. uh, we'll see you. Are we doing one? Yeah, next week. Yeah, next week we're still on. Crap. I'll be tired, but we'll do it. We got it. I have faith in us. <laughs> we need a burger. Yo, we should go get a burger at some point. Yeah, we should definitely do that. That should be a goal for us. <laughs> By the end of next weekend, we have to consume. Maybe it. that's what we'll do. We'll get for we'll, uh, right if we're gonna if you're gonna crash. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a burger Sunday before you head home. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll figure that out. All right. All right. That helps nobody out that are listening. But us. Yeah. Right. Just plan it our weekend. Hey, look, if you want to meet us, just go to a burger place. We might be there. <laughs> and if not, just eat a burger on Sunday and tweet us at the Megacast. We want to see what kind of burger you're eating. Yeah. Good call. It'll be Burger Sunday. Burger Sundays. Shirtless Burger Sunday? I don't think the restaurant will allow that. Good call. We probably won't get service. I've seen those signs. <laughs> All right. See you, man. See you, dude.